You're listening to The Whole Truth, a Resources Rising Stars podcast. Welcome to an episode of The Whole Truth podcast. This is an episode with a big difference. We've strayed off into the territory of petroleum exploration on this episode. Triangle Energy holds some land in the Perth Basin. Just like the East Coast, the Perth gas market is red hot. The big users are desperate for more supplies. Triangle Energy is about to drill three wells in the North Perth Basin. It's one of the last great unexplored parts of the basin up there, although it is in a very historic oil field known as Mount Horner. There's some uh, great reasons to believe that their chances of success are strong. 3D Seismic is a fantastic new tool that provides some great insight into the prospectivity of these oil and gas fields. Managing Director Conrad Todd gives us some great insight into why he thinks the odds are pretty strong in their favour and he makes a point that if the first of these three wells were to come in with gas, based on the scenarios they've outlined, their share of the gas could be worth $300 million alone. That represents a tenfold increase in the company's current market capitalisation. These numbers can be a bit loose, but they add up to one very simple point. Triangle is highly leveraged to exploration success in the WA domestic gas market. Three wells planned for early next year, and the company is looking for other assets to go with it. Conrad Todd provides some great insight into what he believes is waiting for the company when they start drilling these wells. Conrad, gas is hot in Western Australia. You've got some great acreage and you're planning to drill a few wells. Tell us about what you're up to. Sure. We've got um, two blocks in the North Perth Basin. It's a really hot area, just north of the giant Waitsea gas field. About a trillion cubic feet of gas in that, operated by Mitsui and Beach. Northeast of the Lockyer Deep Discovery, operated by Mineral Resources, and West Erigala, which has Strike and Hancock in it. These are big high-value gas fields owned by billion-dollar companies. Triangle had 100% in those two blocks. We farmed out 25% each to Talon and New Zealand Oil and Gas. They're paying about $20 million for their 50%. We're going to drill three wells, two in the first half of next year, and one later. And those are nearly all paid for by Talon and New Zealand Oil and Gas. So these, so these blocks, Conrad, are in a project area known as the Mount Horner field, aren't they? Yeah, they are. Um, Mount Horner is an oil field. It's smack in the middle of our permit. It started producing in 87, finished in 2009, it made a lot of money for Arc Energy at that time, produced nearly 2 million barrels of low-cost, high-value oil. And, and when you talk about Mount Horner, it's a, it's a well-known field in Western Australia. Now, this is an important point, isn't it? Because let's use the, uh, the gold mining industry analogy, Conrad. Over the past 10, 12 years, there's been a lot of money made in Australia uh, by investors who got into companies which have bought or pegged supposedly worn out, uh, depleted gold mines. Uh, Northern Star and Bill Beamont made an art form of this, uh, started a trend to some degree of pe- pegging an old gold mine that people thought was all, all washed up and uh, drilling it at depth, uh, drilling it around the outsides of it, I suppose applying more modern exploration techniques and, and the benefits of modern technology. Uh, essentially, you're applying the same model at Mount Horner, aren't you? You're saying, well, this is a field that was deemed to have been depleted of oil, but in fact, 
there's no really deep wells have been drilled and there's a lot of new technology around since those days that suggests to you that, in fact, there could well be plenty more gas to be found. Absolutely. Much the same applies in oil and gas. A really good place to find oil or gas is next to an oil field or a gas field. We know that oil got into the block and it was produced from Mount Horner. We know that gas got into the next door block. It was tested out of the Y1 well. So we're looking at gas and oil prospects in the same area, but in a deeper, newly prospective reservoir. And why do you think there is gas there? That's the simple question. Investor looks at Triangle. You've got a market capitalization of less than $30 million. You've got, what, $10, $12 million in the bank? Yep. Yep, so, 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 the, the, so the leverage is absolutely enormous. Um, you know, gas demand in this state, as it is all around Australia, but particularly in Western Australia at the moment, you know, demand for gas within the state is huge. Yesterday there was a big story published around the country talking about some of the big gas users in Western Australia who were complaining that uh, the domestic reservation policy wasn't being enforced properly and they want the LNG exporters to be more transparent in their numbers. So there's quite a ding-dong going on, as there is on the East Coast, between the gas producers and the uh, the big users. So the demand for, for gas is hot and a big onshore fine, the sorts of uh, fields that you're going to test, would be hugely welcome among the big gas users, wouldn't they? Absolutely. Everyone knows the East Coast gas market. Power market is a mess. What most people don't realise is the West Coast market isn't great. We've got a shortage of gas here in Perth. In fact, at the moment, during winter, we're burning diesel morning and night, which is really expensive. As a result, the price of gas in in Perth rose from $2 a gigajoule in 2020 to $9 a gigajoule now. That's why people are wanting more gas into the Perth market. And it makes the economics of a gas discovery very attractive. As the Perth Basin was thought of being an oil basin for decades and decades. However, in 2014, very recently, a well was deepened and discovered gas in a new reservoir, the Kingia Sandstone. This fired up interest in the Perth Basin for gas, and then large new gas discoveries have been made in this reservoir. Key to those discoveries is the acquisition of 3D seismic data gives us a much better three-dimensional view of the subsurface and a much clearer picture of the structures in our block. This this is relatively new technology, isn't it? 3D seismic, I suppose, for the benefit of the listeners who aren't familiar with this sort of thing, 3D seismic is basically a a look into what's in the earth, what the structure is, where the the rocks are, and I suppose what it does most of all is it paints a picture of a reservoir, doesn't it? What it doesn't tell you is what's in the reservoir. Uh, not with the reservoirs we've got. They're old and fairly hard and relatively deep. But since we've started using 3D seismic in the Perth Basin, the success rate on exploration wells has come in at about 60%. That compares really favourably to the worldwide average of about 12% success rate on exploration wells. So you've got five times more chance of finding an economic proposition using 3D seismic. Yeah, we spent $4 million on 3D seismic last year. Uh, We have spent the best part of a year processing it. Uh, We send it off to a specialist house in Calgary, in Canada, 
Uh, it takes a long time to do a good job. We're still going back and forth, but it's going to be worth it. Well, what does that seismic tell you about your prospects? It tells us the shape of our prospects. They look the same as the ones that have made those gas discoveries about 12 to 15 kilometers south of us. Same reservoir, same type of structure, same chance of getting gas into it. And what's your timing at the moment? So you're planning three wells, is that correct? Yeah, we've farmed out a 25% interest in our Perth Basin blocks to Talon and New Zealand Oil and Gas. So they paid the $3.8 million back for the seismic. They're going to pay the cost of the first well in the block, three quarters the cost of the second well, three quarters the cost of the third well. And we're looking to drill the first two wells first half of next year. So the first of those, Booth, has a most likely value to us of nearly $300 million for the most likely case. That, that would be based on your 50% share of a gas discovery. That's our 50% share of a 280 billion cubic foot gas discovery. $300 million. Yep. 10 yep. times the current market capitalization of the company. Yep. And it's about a one in four chance of success. Uh, and we are by far and away the smallest company in the Perth Basin. You look at the billion dollar company, if they find gas, it doesn't move their dial much. If we find gas, we're going to put a zero on our market. And, that, and that's the first well you plan to drill, Booth? That's the first well. The second well is called Because. It's in the next door block. It's a $5 million, sorry, five million barrel oil prospect. So it's more than twice the size of the Mount Hoarder oil field. And that would make us really good money as well. And the third well? The third well will be another gas well. Uh, we've got a couple of prospects ready to go. Which one we choose depends on the results of the first two wells that we drill. So this is an almighty leverage for investors. Um, sometime over the next sort of six or so months, you're going to test these three prospects. It really is like getting a ticket and lotto that comes in, isn't it? It is, but it's far better odds of winning. We've got a one in four chance of success on each of these I read wells. the other day, Lotto, something like one in eight million. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if it was worse than that. <laughs> now, just to put a bit of context around this, while you're doing that, you've also got an interest in the Cliffhead Oil Joint Venture, but you've agreed to uh, unwind that, haven't you, and sell it. That'll give you some much welcome cash in the bank. It will. Um, Triangle has a 79% interest in the offshore Cliffhead oil field, just off Dongara. It's producing 600 barrels of oil per day, but it's nearing the end of its life. And Triangle and our partner pilot have applied to turn it into a carbon dioxide sequestration project when the oil runs out. Since then, we've decided we'd really like to focus on oil and gas, and our partner wants to be a CCS player. So we've agreed to sell our interest in Cliffhead for, to pilot for a staged payment of $15 million, which is half cash, half royalties. But this deal really is interesting because it removes the $20 million abandonment liability from us. So it's really worth a significant amount in both cash and a removal of that liability. So you'll get, get the money from the sale. It gets the cliffhead uh, liability off your books. It cleans the company up and really, I suppose, in simple terms, means that you focus exclusively on these uh, Perth Basin wells coming up next year. 
Yep, and that's likely to both happen about the same time. We're thinking first half of next year. If you look at the Cliffhead sale, the value of that is about the same as our market cap. And it's going to take that take away the cloud that sits over our market cap of the abandonment liability. So the first six months of next year is going to be really interesting, really exciting. And what about the prospects of acquiring other exploration assets? Is that something that's on the agenda? Oh, absolutely. We know to build a balanced company, we need more assets in the company. Um, and we've been looking around both in and around Australia. In that time, we've seen the UK, which has relied on cheap Russian gas for quite a long time, has found that isn't such a great idea. And they've put everything they've got into a license round. It's just too attractive not to go into that. So we've bid on four groups of blocks with three groups of companies. We'll find out whether we're successful later this year. And we're looking mainly at picking up gas in the ground. So we're redeveloping gas discoveries that have been made in the last 20 years or so. And we should know those results by year end. So also we're looking at Asia. Our, our staff have a lot of experience in Asia. Uh, we like the Philippines. Philippines has great terms. Uh, they're very dependent on gas for their energy. They have, their gas comes from one gas field and it's coming to the end of its life. The price of gas in the Philippines is going to go up. They want energy companies there. And we've applied for our first permit in the Philippines. So you're really in a growth phase, but as you say, you, you know, there's, okay, you've got a lot of eggs in the basket of the Perth Basin and the leverage and potential rewards are enormous. But in the meantime, you're looking to add a few other strings to your bow. We need more grift in the top of the mill. Uh, and not all of these will work. Some will come in, some don't. We see some really interesting things around Asia. We think we've got a good chance of finding gas and oil in the Perth Basin. But we need more strings to our bow, definitely. And where are you at with the discussions about getting the rigs into the Perth Basin? That's, these rigs are, are pretty busy, aren't they? They're not easy to come across. There's two big rigs in the Perth Basin. They're signed up to the big players, the big operators there. And they're drilling pretty much back to back. So one well after another. Now, we all know that when you do that, people get a surprise. And if you get a surprise, you need to think about things before you go on to your next well. So we've spoken to them all and we've said, look, if you get a surprise, we'd like to take your rig for a month. We'll have everything ready. Uh, we'll have bought the casing, the well heads. We'll have the well pads prepared. We'll take it at short notice and give you a bit of time to think. All four operators in the Perth Basin have said, that's a great idea. We can see that happening probably first half of next year. We don't know exactly when. So that's when we're looking to get that first well in. There's a history with these companies, which uh, petroleum exploration companies, Conrad, of the, the share price creeping up in the lead up to these wells. Obviously, investors get set. I mean, is that what you'd be expecting to happen here? I think our share price will rise quite dramatically when we announce when we're going to drill. Uh, up until that point, in the next three months, up until the end of this year, we'll be announcing that we are readying, we're getting prepared to drill, we're readying the well pads, but uh, sometime late this year, early next year, we'll have a date when we can actually say that we're going to spud that well. Yeah, a, a, a concrete starting date. Yeah. 
And I think that's when people are really going to sit up and take notice and start moving in. And we'll expect to see a run up in our share price mm. before we drill. It's very common. Because it's the sort of thing that can, it's, it's a ticket to retirement, isn't it? Yeah, you put a bit of money in. And if that first well comes in at our mid case, so our most likely expectation, uh, people would make a lot of money on that. It's a fantastic proposition. Connor, the, the, it's in the north northern end of the Perth Basin, isn't it? And that's probably, must be one of the last relatively unexplored parts of the Perth Basin. It's actually about the last unexplored block you can get. Um, the We did a really good farm out. For getting a three-well plus seismic farm out is above industry standards. And that re really reflects the value of that block and how attractive it is to people in the industry. Conrad, thanks very much for your time today. I think you've really outlined a, a scenario that a lot of people will find quite tantalising. It is, you know, by its definition, petroleum exploration is a high-risk, high-return game, but you've narrowed the odds substantially with the 3D seismic and all the other work you've done, not to mention the fact that you've farmed out the vast majority of the costs. So the, the risk-reward ratio is far more favourable, I would have thought, than it usually is in this scenario. And if it comes in, well, you're off to the races, as they say. That's a great idea. And it must be said that the first well that we drill is going to be essentially free to us, paid for by our partners. So for us, it's a free lottery ticket uh, and with really high upside. We're very happy to be doing it, very excited. A free lottery ticket, it's hard to say no to that. Conrad, thanks for your time. Thank you, Paul, my pleasure. You've been listening to The Whole Truth, a Resources Rising Stars podcast, produced by Resource Media, hosted by Paul Armstrong for Reed Corporate. Please note that Reed Corporate does not provide investment advice and investors should seek personalised advice before making any investment decisions.